like Siri. Oh, is that what you call your phone? No. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, Paul, thanks for coming and joining me for the gubernatorial roundtable discussion or neighborhood conversation mm-hmm. about the 2017 uh, governor's race here in Trenton, New Jersey, or excuse me, in the state of New Jersey, but we are in Trenton, New Jersey at the Mill Hill Saloon, one of my favorite locations to come, and I want to give a big shout out to owner Saeed, and also to uh, Amanda. The amazing, the amazing Amanda. Friendly, all the time Amanda, who is hosting and opened up special for us, so thank you. Amanda. Thank you all. And also a shout out to uh, my good friend um, Jeff Stewart, um, photographer, filmmaker, etc., who's capturing this. But uh, the impetus behind this was that to have small group conversations about the gubernatorial election. Um, this is the first time in 12 years that New Jersey is voting for an incumbent, or excuse me, non-incumbent, a new governor. Um, and uh, the idea was to capture as much information locally as possible, hyper-local mm-hmm. um, neighborhoods, and, and find out what the conversations are about, what people are thinking, um, some of the issues that are on their minds, etc. Now, since it's just you and I, mm-hmm. I'm going to share some information about some of the, the larger questions that people have had, and I'd like for your honest feedback. Sure. And then I'd like to know what you're thinking about it and how it relates to you, not only um, on the grand scale for the whole state, but also for Mercer County, where mm-hmm. we are, and also for the city of Trenton and Franklin Park, the neighborhood. Um, the first thing I'd like to ask is, um, what have you heard about the candidates who are running? Let's say um, not a whole lot, uh, frankly, and I don't know if that's because I'm sort of in my own little shell in life and I haven't searched out for a lot of information. Um, I sort of, uh, I'm a Democrat, so I sort of looked at who the slate of folks were um, and how things fell out after the primary. So I knew, I sort of knew where I was going with my vote. Um, But beyond that, I haven't really heard a lot. And I don't know if that's, uh, that's my fault (laughs) or if uh, word's not getting out about uh, about uh, the election as much as, as it should be. And uh, quite frankly, we're not talking a lot about the election because I think um, at least uh, where I work and the people that I socialize with, we're um, kind of trying to deal with the day-to-day of the current um, uh, national administration. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I feel like what's happening on a local and state level is sort of taking a... Uh, sort of not um, being focused on for that reason. It's like every day we're being confronted by some new um, frustration, at least uh, given um, my political persuasion. I feel um, uh, really upset by what's happening in the country, and I think that's taking a lot of my focus. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's obvious. <laughs> and, and, and it's obvious As that, that you feel that way. That's right. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about um, the national election or the national presidency mm-hmm. and how that has and is affecting you. Mm-hmm. Um, when I held the first one, um, it was almost the, the same mentioning. Most yeah. folks hadn't, it wasn't really on their radar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really that interesting. And very little marketing was seen, whether it's billboards, heard advertisings on radios, or, or, or saw them on television. 
and it sounds like you feel the same way. Like you, like it, you haven't been bombarded. Like, hey, it's it's a big election. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, especially in I would say my local community. Uh, I think when I drive through Hamilton, which I sometimes have to do, I see a lot of um, a lot of people have put up um, the placards for their candidates, mm-hmm. um, mostly the local elections. But I haven't really seen much more than that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think maybe my my media and social media choices have maybe also I've restricted what I might hear of. But I don't know. How about you? Have you? Do you feel like you're hearing a lot? Well, I haven't um, heard a lot, um, especially when I think about um, the previous elections. Yeah. Um, it, it seems to, to the me... The Corzine, Christie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it appears to me, from my perspective, that this is almost a given yeah. who's going to win. And it's almost as if both candidates oh, who's who are gonna running... who's going to win? Yeah, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I mean, literally, that's how I feel. I feel yeah. as though it's, it's almost... Um, statewide and also maybe even nationally Mm -hmm. given that one particular candidate is going to win and um, just based upon most recent information that I've seen uh, Phil Murphy has a double digit point lead over Kim Godano and has raised almost three times as much money if I'm correct three times as much money as she has and her Mm -hmm. campaign so I guess there's a scientific way that they can figure out who's going to win based upon that. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with the amount of marketing that we're seeing. Like right. They're not spending money on marketing because it's they almost a given. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, maybe for another time we can have a conversation about what that really says about the populace here, which kind of worries me that um, people who are in elected positions can know that they can get to a certain threshold and they know whether or not they're going to right. win or they're going to lose, and how much effort they're going to put into it. Right. Um, because I feel if they if they have that as an ideology, then what else are they doing during their political time where they say, okay, well, we know we just need to reach this point, and once we reach this, we're going to be able to do whatever it is we want to do. But that would be something that we can discuss at another time. Mm-hmm. So going back to the, the two candidates, um, Kim Gordano, who has close ties to Governor Christie Mm -hmm. and is a Republican. Um, Do you think that that has guided your thought process at all about even considering voting for her? Uh, Her relationship to Chris Christie? Yes, and the Republican Party. And the party? Absolutely. I'm a a lesbian, and and I feel, um, I guess, I I don't want to say that that's that's the place where I start, but I worry about um, my rights and I worry about the way people that are sort of outside the, um, people that are outsiders, either in society, how they are treated, and I don't feel necessarily that um, I can trust, um, I can trust uh, people who aren't looking out for the outsider. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say that, and, and thank you for being candid. Yeah. Um, so I, I was candid, but not very articulate. As you can tell, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that my face started to flush as I, I started to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but thank you. Yeah, But, but thank absolutely. you for being, for being candid. So when, when you consider um, the outsiders, and I'm using air quotes um, yeah. for the folks who are just listening. Sure. Um, who would you include in that group? Um, 
I mean, you made it clear, okay, sure. people who have what's considered, again, air quotes, alternative sexual... Well, just um, a sexual orientation, orientation that's not heterosexual. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Certainly um, folks in the trans community. I would also um, lump into this, uh, I have great care and concern for um, um, uh, people of color and people with low economic status, um, immigrants. Um, Okay. Now let's let's shift and, and we'll come back to some of those particular groups and if not now we can have a conversation later. Um, but some of the main questions have been around uh, tax reform. Mm -hmm. uh, New Jersey is one of the, it is the most densely populated, most ethnically and culturally diverse state. Mm -hmm. But it's also heavily taxed. Mm -hmm. So taxes are always an issue. Um, and I remember oh, just yesterday <laughs> yeah. we were having a conversation, um, you and your partner Patrice, we were having a conversation about property taxes uh, here in Trenton, New Jersey. We so, just purchased a house for the first time. So I'm a, almost 50 years old and a first-time homeowner. So I didn't have to ever really deal with the concept of property taxes per se. I was a renter for forever. Um, so I'm sure that you're referencing um, when we started looking. We knew we wanted to move into Trenton. Um, we learned a lot about how Trenton is taxed because it's the state capital and because of a lot of the nonprofits in town. Um, and uh, we found that um, we were looking at a variety of neighborhoods and some of the neighborhoods that we were looking at, we could afford the home mm -hmm. uh, potentially, but we could not afford the tax burden of the home. Some, some of the houses that we looked at had $10,000 tax bills um, for the for the uh, year and so that definitely affected um, where we could choose to live um, yeah so uh, learned a little bit about taxing taxing uh, taxation because of that mm -hmm. so both candidates <clears throat> have different tax plans that they're looking to introduce and they're also both very um, veiled Mm -hmm. in the particulars, which oftentimes happens and for whatever reason. But Phil Murphy's idea is to tax millionaires. Um, what are your thoughts about proposing taxes on people who have more? And to dumb it down, um, the thought of, okay, if you have more, then you would think that you, you have the capability to, to do more, more or to mm -hmm. pay more. Mm -hmm. So thoughts about that? No, I, abso I absolutely feel that way. Um, Uh, <laughs> I feel suddenly inarticulate, but I do. I do feel that way. That you, ha if you have more, you're 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 starting at a higher platform, and um, yeah, I feel very inarticulate. I'm so sorry. Okay, no, to that, talk that's to fine. You about this in great sure, detail. Sure, no, that, that's fine. So, in in addition to that, I mean, one of Mo Murphy and Guadano, they both have mentioned that they think towns and communities, and even uh, counties should consider consolidation in some capacity, um, whether that's a total consolidation or maybe utilities Services. or things like that. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts around that? Gosh, Jack, I'm so sorry. I feel like out of my element okay. right here. So, so let me bring it back, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, you sure. work in Princeton. I do indeed. So Princeton went through something, went through a consolidation. and the Princeton Township. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, since you spent a great deal of time in Princeton, have you noticed any changes in services or anything since the consolidation took place? Um, I think the biggest... Uh, it, uh, 
the thing that impacted me the most related to the borough and the townships, um, this is going to sound so petty, but the difference in um, par parking and parking fees. So I work at a theater in town right next to Princeton University. Um, and um, when the, would it be the township, had, when it was township and borough, I could find a place to park. Mm -hmm. um, that was nearby in walking distance that I could park my car pretty much for free and walk to my to my job and now and parking is a premium in Princeton as yes. you well know so I work for a nonprofit arts firm it was really great to be able to have this um, free parking and um, when they consolidated suddenly where we were parking was no longer free so that's the biggest uh, the biggest um, impact that it's had on my life. I'm sure that the people live in, that live in Princeton probably have a wider range of experience of how that has helped. Mm -hmm. So uh, in other places in New Jersey, um, Camden, for example, mm -hmm. or the city of Camden, um, which has a lot of similarities, not so much now, mm -hmm. but previously with Trenton, post-industrial mm -hmm. city, a lot of economic depression, um, uh, other issues. Um, they went through a process where they they ended their police force and they went countywide. So when they went countywide, there was a lot of concern. Oh, look at this wonderful meatloaf. Excellent. Thank you so much. Meatloaf. Tilt that for the camera. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, so, so they disbanded their police force and went countywide. And there was a lot of concerns about how that would look. Um, but to date there don't appear to be any issues. It seems as though Camden appears to be on an upswing. Um, they've uh, they've even secured a Subaru is going to be moving their, their North American headquarters there. A lot of positive activity. So when you consider the consolidation of that. Um, well, if I think there's, there's examples that show that it has worked mm -hmm. and that it's um, a benefit and that there's no like backsliding, then it sounds as if it's a good idea, but mm -hmm. I can't speak about it beyond what you're sharing with me. Okay, great. So yesterday, um, several people, excuse me, about two dozen people or so, or a dozen people or so, got together and walked. We did. And uh, we were navigating a, a neighborhood. East, east Ward. Yep, the East, oh, the North Ward, but East Trenton. That was East Trenton. Yeah, how does that work? You'll have, have to no explain idea. that to me. We had that so, conversation in the car ride. So while we were doing that, yes. we were noticing some environmental issues. Yeah. And that has that is another issue that has been proposed to both gubernatorial candidates, mm -hmm. the environment. Right. Um, you know, a few years ago we had Superstorm super Sandy, uh, which is uh, recently found out that there are still well over a thousand families that are not in their homes several years after this storm. There's um, issues with um, how FEMA, the federal government, has um, handled the finances um, to these families, etc. Mm -hmm. So so you can see why in the environment is something that's on a lot of people's minds. Um, Murphy has proposed um, to offset some of the costs by creating a wind farm off the coast of New Jersey and it appears as though he's, he's pretty excited about that and, and he's looking into that as, a, as an option whereas Kim Gordano is opposed to that idea what are your thoughts about that? 
about alternative energy and particularly wind farms off the coast? Uh, I think alternative energy is a great idea, um, something that's sustainable, and certainly the wind is sustainable. Um, I'm, I'm wondering why she opposes, she opposes the wind farm. Well, I can tell you one article, NJ.com, said that she was opposed to it because of a concern with tourism. And the, um, the way that they look? Yes. Mm -hmm. We've heard this. Where, where was it? Was it on the West Coast? Where there was, or, or, or maybe it was um, down in the Gulf of Mexico, where they wanted to put one up? And they were so concerned. I, I feel like we need alternative forms of energy. Mm -hmm. And if it if it's worried about the way that the the um, waterfront prop, the view from a waterfront property, then I, I just don't understand that sometimes the benefit of something outweighs um, great scenery. Mm -hmm. Do you think that fundamentally that that's the difference between the two parties? I have to say I don't know enough, but I, I well, I, I do think, at least on a national level, um, not wanting to um, fully commit to uh, admitting that global warming exists is uh, an aspect of some conservative circles, which I think is a, is a challenge. Um, I challenge that. Um, I think that's a fun, that's one fundamental difference that we've seen. I think we have to I think we have to believe in science, and I think we have to try and address um, the issues now before we have greater impact, negative impacts. Um, does that answer your question? No, it does, and um, and I appreciate that. I mean, because generally, I find that most people, when they answer it, they come from a, a position of just raw emotion. Oh, like I've got emotion. <laughs> but, but raw emotion, <laughs> yeah. like, no, we need this, or we don't need this. It's a hoax. It's not real. Right. But, but to hear it, um, it's refreshing to hear mm -hmm. you say, well, look, let's just consider what the facts are. Right. You know, let, let's consider what the scientists are I, saying. So. Also, in my mind, not, I wasn't able to get it out in that first response, too, is this, like, I think that sometimes people are more concerned about, like, money money and the people that have money and they want to keep things how they are and not addressing like i'm just thinking of the wind farms and how well i love the way uh when i sit at the beach on ocean city new jersey i love how it looks but if i know that something's benefiting our society this form of sustainable energy then i say okay maybe maybe a um maybe a windmill can be can be beautiful as well. Mm -hmm. Let's have the artists make them. I like that. <clears throat> so I'd also like with the, the, with the engineers. With oh the yeah, engineers. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we'll have a repurposed wind farm right. going up somewhere. <laughs> the money that Phil Murphy has um, been raising, it's been documented that he's got a large support of women mm -hmm. who are supporting his candidacy. Um, do you have any thoughts about why that th you think that that is happening? Why women are flocking towards Murphy and the Democratic ticket? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know per se why that would be happening. Uh, 
do you have? I wonder if it's a backlash based upon our most recent election, our national election. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I didn't go to Washington to march in front of the White House uh, the day after the inauguration, but I marched in Trenton, um, concerned um, about um, women's experience in this country and families. I did vote for Hillary Clinton, and um, I, I, I just wonder if it's, it's concern based upon what happened with um, that election and with the current president of the United States and people wanting to, or women wanting to ensure um, someone to temper that, at least on the state level. Mm -hmm. um, I would also say, I think, uh, Mr. Christie might have had, might have a lot to do with that as well. Um, his sort of aggressive um, nature, uh, also his support of uh, uh, the candidate who became president. Um, I do wonder if, if that's one of the reasons why women are hoping. Although Gajano is a woman, but she still is a Republican. I think maybe. And do you and do you think her the trickle down of, of the relationship with Trump with Christie, and Christie. to sure. her? Do you think that that has sure. uh, some I, th I mean, when I think of uh, the Chris of of Christie, I think of her as part of you know I think of the, I thought of them as a duo. I mean, mm -hmm. again, when I hear Guadano, I think of Christie. So I'm sure that has a backlash for her as well. Are you saying that? Um, are the polls showing that women that had previously voted Republican are, are leaning toward Murphy? No, no. Okay. It's just, a, and, and that's a good point Yeah. Um, to look into that. But it's, it's, it's the, the article mentioned, and I didn't go into a lot of in-depth thinking or sure. research, mm -hmm. but it said that women are flocking to Murphy in support of his campaign. Yeah. So, and, and, and my, my thought and concern about it is that as this progresses, mm -hmm. What would be the threshold for women to say we've had enough of it's men? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> or, 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 I'm sure that you and I probably no. know some women yeah, who yeah, feel yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not I. <laughs> but 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 I say that um, you know with um, the the attitudes and the actions of our, our president, mm -hmm. the the boisterous um, attitude of our soon to be former governor. Yep. Um, this uh, amount of information that's coming out in the private sector now with the Weinstein mm -hmm. uh, and, and others. And the Me Too, hashtag Me Too. Yes. Yeah. And, and it just seems like there's this growing amount of, of energy of women kind of galvanizing themselves to say, okay, look, we've had enough. We need to be heard. We need to be at the table, et cetera. Right. And I'm wondering how that will... We need our health care. Yeah, and we our health choices. We need to maintain our, uh, our constitutional rights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so when I think about that, and I think about it in the context of, of the gubernatorial election here in New Jersey, mm -hmm. I wonder how that plays into it. Because, mm -hmm. again, New Jersey, it's a wealthy state. It's, it's complex. It's diverse. Mm -hmm. um, and it's in a very amazing part of the country, you know, mm -hmm. where, where a large amount of wealth is, is accumulated. Um, Anything you'd like to add to that? Because, and, and I'm not quite sure yeah. of the question that I'm trying to, to ask, 
but uh, but I'm thinking again. Okay, we've got Trump, we've got uh, Christie, we've got Weinstein, we've got things coming out in the media, mm-hmm. and and there's all this energy, and it just seems as though right now the media is very focused on how women are being treated by men in authority, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering how that, in your opinion, could or is going to play out in this election. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I do, I I mean, I I don't know if that, it would be so great to have a Republican woman here to respond to that question because, um, because I'm sure, you know, that someone that's not voting for Phil Murphy still is upset about, you know, the kind of current climate and the way people are communicating from the White House, mm-hmm. um, you know, things that are happening, all of the stories coming out about um, sexual harassment and um, abuse of women by authority uh, figures. I'm sure we would have we would feel the same way about it. We're just voting for different candidates. Okay. So let's transition and talk about another subject that is uh, on the minds of a lot of people, and that's uh, social justice issues. Yes, sir. Um, It's uh, not only the social justice issues um, have really taken a premier position in national and international media, Um, and and I'll say, you know, with Colin Kaepernick and um, the, uh, the allegiance to the flag, supposedly, and now there's uh, owners of professional teams who have gotten involved in this as well. Mm-hmm. So when you think about social justice, and think about in the context of, of what, you, what you're experiencing in the, in the, the uh, groups that you're affiliated with, mm-hmm. how do you look at that and the governor's race in New Jersey? And if you want, I can give you a couple of yeah, specifics. Yeah, I think I, I'd love that. I so, think I'm learning more about our candidates from you, which I'm appreciative okay. of. Also shows my ignorance, which I will admit freely. So, social justice issues. Um, the incarceration Oh, rates, no, I know what social justice no, no. issues are. Okay, but I'm sorry. How do you look at that? And how would you, um, how is that going to help you decide on who you're going to vote for? Right. Would hope that I'd be looking at a candidate who is um, addressing uh, issues of systemic racism um, and putting forth um, policies that are aware of systemic racism and also um, looking to find ways to help returning citizens um, come back to our, our, our cities and our towns and remake their lives um, so that they can be benefits to our society. Um, um, also fairness and um, and uh, Sentencing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think 
I'm looking for can a candidate who's compassionate and understanding of all of the issues and specifically well-versed on systematic um, racism, but also aware of privilege for people like me who are white. Um, uh, just an awareness of it and a sensibility um, that actually is addressed in um, policy. So throughout the nation, multiple states and municipalities have come up with different ways of either legalizing marijuana, and let's just say cannabis. I was educated that marijuana is, is not the proper term. We should be using the scientific name, <laughs> cannabis. Okay. Um, and, and that is because? Uh, marijuana is, con used, that term is considered racist. Um, and it's and it's based no upon idea. a policy that the the government was enforced to make it illegal. Oh, like back in the twenties, that, yeah, yeah, and, and that yeah. lets you know Hispanics and Mexicans. Oh, I had no idea. Preferably, were rapists and all these other things, which is an interesting tie-in. Yeah, to systematic to our, racism. <laughs> tie into yeah, yeah, yeah. into oh, yeah, into yeah. our the, the terminology <laughs> that our current oh. president has used. Yes. So. The idea about um, marijuana, either legalization, decriminalization, uh, recreation use, uh, as a marketplace, et cetera, there's different levels of it all over the country. Mm -hmm. um, Colorado is probably the one example where everyone points right. to the amount of money that they've generated there. Mm -hmm. um, both candidates have said that they will look into decriminalizing or having a different having a policy change towards cannabis or marijuana. Right. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Um, I saw this great documentary on PBS a few years ago about, like, kind of the history of cannabis, thank you, mm -hmm. um, and about um, how it became, a, you know, political battle. And, um, uh, I've never used it myself. And I say that, um, so um, uh, I kind of grew up as a, a teetotaler. Here I am drinking my seltzer. Um, but I've seen um, documentaries and heard people talk about um, the medicinal value of it. Um, and um, uh, I know a number of people who have kind of grown up uh, in that time period where it was vilified and would benefit it now and would have great um, uh, alleviation of, uh, of a lot of pain and um, uh, negative symptoms from illness. Um, uh, on the recreational level, I'm not sure, but I'd love to, for it to be more available mm -hmm. <laughs> for people to be able to use it, mm -hmm. especially for uh, medicinal purposes and mm -hmm. Um, so I think it should be looked at for sure. It's, I'm happy to hear that both candidates are interested in it. Um, I do wonder how it will be politicized in terms of economics um, and what that could mean to the state. I know that my home state of Massachusetts just recently made it legal, um, but I haven't heard any word about how that's going. Mm -hmm. So, and I, and I think that's um, another conversation that, that I would like to have you included in um, because that has been a big concern. Um, you know, people see the financial benefits of it in, in places like California and also in Colorado. Mm -hmm. But then when you think about how that's going to look here, is it just going to be another marketplace where the wealthy will continue to get more wealthy because it's right. just another opportunity for them? And will it 
get the opportunity for uh, it to be used medicinally right. to, to help people who are in need. And um, without going into a lot of detail, I know that there was some uh, a lot of conversation about the approach that Christie took um, as a former prosecutor and being very hard nosed uh, or very taking a very hard line about cannabis and marijuana legalization. But then um, seeing a lot of publicity about His, children mm-hmm. who had to leave the state to go get treatments for oh. for medicinal um, marijuana and cannabis. And the benefits that they had. So that's that's another conversation. Well, I also like wonder if that. that didn't also result from um, his personal experience with a um, was it a, a sibling that ha- had a, an addiction yeah. and that. So I wonder if that that personal experience made that hard line even harder. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because this is a one. We're getting close to the final few questions sure. I have for you. So. Um, when you have someone who's an elected official, of course you want them to represent themselves because of their personal sure. experience, who they are. But what Can't are your thoughts? Them. Right. But but what are your thoughts about when that becomes the driving force and not what the people who voted mm-hmm. that person into office? What are your thoughts about that? So to make it in a more of a, a question, yeah. <laughs> if what are your thoughts about elected officials whose personal experience and agenda is the driving force as opposed to the wants of the people who've elected them? Well, it would be ideal if they all went together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the ideal that we're looking for, but we don't get we don't have so many candidates that we get to choose who aligns with ours, right? Who, Like, specifically, who aligns, right? Mm-hmm. We have two candidates that, well, we have more than two candidates right now. Um, but of the major parties, we only get to choose from two people. Nothing's going to... There's no way that you're going to align fully with someone. Mm-hmm. So you choose what you can... What's most important to you, right? I think... Um, you can't separate yourself from your personal experience per Mm se. Um, Hopefully you're not gonna be a hypocrite with what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I think there's also room for people to change because of personal experience. I don't know if I'm actually answering your question. No, I I think you are. And and I think for the audience, they'll get it. I I think that what you're saying is ideally you would love to have someone who who would represent the people 100%. Right. But you can't. I mean, we're all human beings. And and we're we're all all different and we all have different needs and but the focus of that elected official should not be their own driving force. Right. They it, just have to should... be still thinking about the people. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. And um, final for, for today. And we're just focusing on the two major candidates and mm-hmm. nothing against the other candidates. Um, but this is based upon those other candidates weren't. They're, they're, they are not really part of the full discussion. I'm not saying that they're, they're not valued, but for the sake of this, we're just speaking about the two major party candidates, Kim Guadano and Phil Murphy. If you could have a conversation, just like you and I are right now, with a one-on-one with them, what are some of the questions that you'd like to have them answer for you? Well, I think, because um, I just 
um, moved to Trenton and chose to move to Trenton, love to ask them what would they like to see for Trenton. Here it is, the state capital, um, and in many ways, I feel like this city full of beautiful people um, is struggling. Um, it's struggling for leadership. It's uh, um, struggling for consistent, strong, compassionate leadership. Um, and it's not just the place where the capital stands and where people leave on the weekends. I want to know what they would want for uh, for the city um, as, as the capital city. Um, that's one thing that um, I'm interested in. Paul, oh, that's been fantastic. Thank you so much. I wish I was more articulate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jacques Howard here, Trend 365 show, um, sharing the information about the 2017 New Jersey gubernatorial election in a neighborhood discussion here in Mill Hill Saloon in Trenton, New Jersey. Take my tour of Trenton. Send me an email, trenton365show at gmail.com, and we'll hope to see you soon. Take care. Oh my God! I wish there was someone else to help you. You're so oh, fabulous, no, no, and no. I was so you, not—I'm so not articulate no. and well-versed. If you asked me to like talk about movies, <laughs> yes, or theater, you know what I'm saying, sir? <laughs> Man, you did great. Thank you. I was struggling, and you were fabulous. You were so easy to talk to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And you notice I didn't touch anything. To, well, to turn there you go. This time you didn't. Why are you turning off once? Yeah, I think uh, last, last it was off, I, and I have to take responsibility because it was on my belt. <laughs> but it was, it was it was turned off. It worked out. Yeah. Uh, um, do you guys are you gonna jet out of here? I have to get some uh, punch but I can stay till four. No, 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 no. You can go ahead and get out of here. No, you can go ahead.